Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. What's up? Uh, I am Frank, and I'm with Jonathan. What, what? And Daniel. Hola. Hola. There's that bilingual again. <laughs> <laughs> Can you translate that for us? I know. <laughs> yeah, where's this? Where's that Spanish English dictionary? This yeah. out. I'm, I'm fact checking this. Um, uh, we are uh, currently in the studio. We're still working on that uh, echo, so bear with us as we get the echo down. Actually, it sounded bad. It's, it's not too bad. Yeah, I think it's better than where we used to record. <laughs> one thing that helps is we're in here. So like, yeah. Normally, when I'm testing echo, it's me by myself with the echo uh, app and stuff like that. I'm like. Hmm, I need more things in here. I didn't think about people being Bodies. in here. Yeah, meat. so that's, that's meat. Yeah, well, I never think about that. That's true. We're all a lot of meat. So, <laughs> uh, you guys playing anything? You guys watch anything? I mean, I know I'm, st- I'm doing Kingdom Hearts right now. I'll do a first look at that. Um, you guys watch anything interesting? No. Kind of just Not continuing. Really. Yeah, same same stuff. I guess <clears> same before. I mean, I'm rewatching Voyager. Again, yeah. I do that. Pretty much every year, it's amazing. I it's been a bit for me since I've done that. I need to do that. You got it. I mean, and they're on sin that I haven't. Right, they're on Netflix, so it's it's easy. And I have the DVDs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like true. Yeah. Seriously, like full collection. You you actually bought that for me for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I need to. So I'm gonna watch Revo- I'm gonna watch Voyager. Mm-hmm. I'm, ch- I'm right now. I've been catching up on a lot of Netflix too. Yeah. I you know what movie I watch? So uh, there's a podcast I I listen to called Small Beans. I'll give them a shout out because they well deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bunch of cracked retired people. Someday I'll do a whole thing about cracks fell and rise. Um, but anyway, so a lot of them, uh, mainly Michael Swain and Abe Epperson, left for Small Beans. They made their own podcast franchise and everything. Well, anyways. One of their many shows is Coen Brothers Brothers, where they talk about Coen Brothers movies. Mm-hmm. I love Coen Brothers movies, but I've only seen a couple of them. So I've really enjoyed listening to their podcast and discovering new ones, Raising Arizona. Well, one of them that they talked about was uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And what it is, is it's a, a series of short stories within one movie. I watched that. Did you watch it? I did. That was confused about it, though. <laughs> it To me, like, I, after I listened to the podcast, I knew what to expect. Oh, good. Then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, holy cow, is this my new favorite Coen Brothers movie? It might be. <laughs> I loved it. So, I don't think I've seen the last... I think I watched, like, three quarters of it, though. Because I put it on before I fell asleep, and yeah. Yeah, fell asleep during it. But the first, you know, the first bit of it was pretty funny, and then it's like, oh, wait, okay, that guy's dead. It changes. It's another story. Yeah. It's like... Okay, and this is, oh, that's going pretty, okay, well, that's the end of that story. And it goes on to somebody else, so yeah. it's kind of confusing. But The key to Buster Scruggs is that it is the different kinds of Western movies. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, so um, so when you're watching it, that's the thing, is it's changing. I really liked, I liked all of them. The slowest one, which is, tends to be everybody, it's actually like the most Coen Brothers one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it too much. I don't know if you caught it yet. Is the one where um, the two... I'm sorry, what is it? The woman is in the uh, wagon train headed west, and um, and she's going to marry the guy from the wagon train. Yeah, I remember, I, remember, I remember some of that. Um, it had a really cool ending, but it was a little too slow for me. I remember them all walking by the, the covered wagons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can't, I, yeah, maybe that's where I fell asleep. That's probably where I fell asleep. It, it's worth a rewatch, <laughs> and uh, the last one, just to give you a heads up, just so that you kind of understand right away, they're all dead. They're all on their way to heaven and hell. So when you watch that, just kind of think of that when you watch the last piece. Right. But man, what I mean, Liam Neeson in there, that was an yeah, insane yeah. story. And um, my personal favorite, I think everybody's got to be everybody's favorite, is the gold miner story. Yeah. That was the oh, best man, one. that was good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and just the first skit, the Buster Scruggs, and like the idea that there's always a badass cowboy and your job is to live until the next badass cowboy takes you out. I just yeah. loved that story. Yeah. It was, it's funny because it's, 
So anyways, that's just a shout out to Small Beans. Check out guys, Small Beans. This is this is one of their episodes. They did one for Oh Brother Art though, which is of course something I love. Yeah, such a good movie. I bought the CD. I used to listen to the CD all the time. That would be a good movie for them to either remake or do a sequel of. I could see I could see a more modern take on it. Yeah. But yeah, it would be hard to remake that because it was made kind of perfectly and not too long ago actually. Well, it's gotta be like twelve years ago or something. Two thousand, I think five. I remember it first came out when you were in high school and I used to have to pick you up in high school. Yeah. Because I'd be listening to the CD like Big Rock Candy Mountain while I'm waiting for you. Um, But man, that movie was so good. And then they did a podcast. They did two hours talking about that movie. Mm -hmm. And after two hours listening to a podcast, I was still like, I gotta listen to more. So I ended up sending a message like, you guys guys nailed it on this one. Even if the same producers made a totally different story but made it directly in that same world, the way they did it with the same feel and stuff would be really cool. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I've been watching is I've been catching up on all my Netflix stuff that I've been wanting catching I need to catch up on. Nice. Um, and then I know John or uh, Daniel just finished up Black Butler, and you haven't picked your new your new uh, anime yet, right? No, not yet. And I finished uh, Punisher the day it came out. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but right now I'm I kind of been watching reruns of Dragon Ball Z oh, and okay. like Super. Yeah. Just like the badass fight scenes that give you goosebumps, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I've been watching. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good assignment for you. Is you are an anime guy, obviously. Yeah. You, all the good animes, I think. Well, majority of the good animes that I've ever watched is out of your recommendation. So you find a good anime, you bring it to us, let us know what it's about, and then we'll catch up on it. Yeah, you're already doing that. So yeah. just this time, do it in front of a mic. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we'll go ahead and dig into the news. Uh, this this may be a little bit older news, but we're going to get into it. Let's go to the movies first. Zombieland 2 gets the official title. It's Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Um, and I'm excited for I'm it. Excited. What's that? I'm excited. So I, I read an article about it. And it's funny because Zombieland came out before Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And like zombies got real oversaturated. So it's yeah. kind of interesting that it was this comedy zombie movie mm-hmm. that feels like it was after the hype, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. The picture they released on because they released the ten year challenge, so they did their ten year challenge, and what that's how they released the new artwork mm-hmm. or the new uh, poster, and it's basically just a ten year fast forward of the original poster. So it's kind of cool. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The, one thing that's really exciting about it is, it, whenever you hear about a zombie story, one of the plot lines you could run is you just have to outlast the zombies; they're going to eventually decay. Mm-hmm. But this took a real Left for Dead version of it where. Ten years later, the zombies are evolving, mm. and they're like manipulating and stuff like that. So they're all freaking wackadoo. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited, and I want to see how well Twinkies did after ten years. You know, because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're always hunting down them Twinkies. So yeah, that after ten years, you're you've gotten to the point where there's probably little to any resources that you can reuse. So you're yeah. having to learn how to create. Like you have to start growing your own food at that point. Right. Yeah. And uh, there, I know there's one point where that Washington D.C. This is the little tidbits we're getting from the set. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be some no, more humans that they run into mm-hmm. and interact with and, uh, and yeah, mutated zombies. So that'd be pretty cool. You ever play Left 4 Dead, John? Yeah. I have uh, one and two. I think I have two and only play a little bit of it. But yeah. If you guys yeah. haven't played that, it's like on Steam for two bucks right now. Nice. Uh, you played that before, right, dude? Oh, yeah. I used to tweak on that. Yeah, such a good game. And That's I loved, like, the boomers. <laughs> the boomers yeah. 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 So I'd be excited to see a movie that kind of takes that aspect of zombies where they could be mutated. I need to watch the first movie again. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm willing to tell me when you want to watch that, dude. I'll come over and we'll binge that shit. Binge. It's one movie. <laughs> Just use that term now. Get some food. Get some beers. I'll be tired. That's a good idea. Uh, we get the reveal of Bo Peep for Toy Story 4. And uh, she's, so it's been a long time since she's been around. Gosh, about 15 years, I think. Um, 
she's wearing pants now. She looks like she's kind of like been out on her own a little bit. And uh, so I'm excited to see her back. The storyline that we're getting out so far, again, this is from production news and stuff like that, is um, Woody goes out on the road and it looks like maybe to find Bo Peep or something like that. And there's a new character, uh, Forky, which is played by the guy from um, <laughs> from Veep, the one that carried the Bagman from Veep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm excited funny. to see. He plays this character, this new toy called Forky, which is the funny thing about Forky is... It's a it's, fork. <laughs> it's a fork that she like put like um, little things on to make eyes, googly eyes, oh, and stuff like yeah. that to make a new toy. <laughs> so then he has a toy with life, and he's like, what am I? <laughs> he doesn't Not supposed to be a toy. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a funny idea. Anyway, so they're going to go across America and then see like... Uh, there's one scene where that's going to be at a carnival where there's toys hanging up at the thing. So they're going to be seeing like toys across America. So that'd be interesting. It's like a road trip movie. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, we got the new Bo Peep though. Trying so. to milk that nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, why not? Everybody's nostalgia crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu, not out yet, already has a sequel in development. Looks wow, horrible. really? Yeah. Has Looks it been horrible. released in other countries or what? Uh, hold on. Daniel just threw me off <laughs> like crazy. So you said it looks horrible? Yeah, it looks like shit. Oh, I'm going to use profanity. Shit. Are we, you serious? I'm not okay. happy about it. So because of this, because of this light controversy already, we have to go see it together and come to this table and review it together. I am very much down with that because I'm definitely going to go see that opening night. Yeah. I'm so excited for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> really? I've watched the trailer like 10 times just in podcast related stuff and on my side. It's <laughs> really good. Horrible. Really? Oh, oh man. No. Okay, I'm excited. We'll watch it together then. All right. That way we can sit there and like you can try to tell me why it's horrible, and it may be. I just go off of your trailer, but it, <laughs> to me, it's a good sign that the sequel's already made because that means the people behind the scenes that have already seen the movie have thought this is worth the sequel. Yeah, this is making money. Let's it's, keep going. It's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, a bunch of suckers are gonna be freaking watching this thing. Are they wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a sucker. Oh, uh, we got a teaser showing that Ghostbusters Three is getting a release date for July tenth, twenty twenty. This is gonna continue off the original franchise with um, the original cast. Dan Aykroyd and all. Yeah, I know. Dan awesome. excited about that. Um, yeah, supposed to at least have Dan Aykroyd. That's the only one I know for sure is confirmed. Um, they do hope in the in the future to cross over. This franchise in the 2016 reboot franchise. Um, with the girls? With the girls, yeah. So, here's the thing. I never watched the 2016 reboot, but I should Texas. have because I'm a huge um, Melissa McCarthy fan, an SNL fan. It's, it's a big SNL cast on that. So, I will watch that. It has Chris Hemsworth as well. Um, I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. You know, been busy. But do you think it was... So, did you watch the, that remake? No, since the original cast wasn't in there, I thought it was going to be... See, I think that's the attitude a lot of people had. It was, well, it's not the original cast, I'm not going to watch it. I want to watch it and try to go in with it open-minded and see how it is. Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth, yeah, he plays like the secretary. I watched like the first half of it, I think, but I... I, (laughs) It's one of those movies that I wasn't super into seeing, so I put it on before I go to bed, and sure enough, I fall asleep in the middle of it every time. Not a great sign. Uh, Yeah, so I did that (laughs) twice, but... um, But yeah, I, I have it at home, I should just... Sit down and watch it before we, before this one comes out. I like the character. I like the actors in it. Um, and there was just such a, so much controversy of like, why are you trying to reboot it when the other actors are still alive? It's hard because unlike other franchises where you're just rebooting like a Godzilla or something like that, mm-hmm. this this franchise is so ingrained in the characters. In yeah. I mean, Bill Murray in the original Ghostbusters is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Dan Aykroyd when he's in the you know with the anyways there's all kinds <laughs> the of things with the thing when that thing happens. Well, I don't want to go into it too much, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I think that's one of the reasons like you can't remake a good example Bill Murray again you can't remake Groundhog Day 
You yeah. can make Happy Death Day, which gives homage to it, yeah. but you can't remake a Groundhog Day without Bill Murray because people are going to watch it and just be like, yeah, but Bill Murray was perfect. But you could try. Mm. All right, who would you want to see as the replacement for Groundhog Day? Uh, what's his name? Even Steven's kid. Oh, God, no. Shia yeah. LaBeouf? Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I could see him. I have a day. feeling Shia LaBeouf, who, who has disappeared, yeah. is off somewhere in some middle of America uh, town going through his own Groundhog Day, trying to figure out how to be a better person, because that kid is full on nuts now. Bro. He's crazy. Have you watched him on YouTube and stuff like that? No. There's one YouTube video you got to see of him where this guy, they have the, like how our friend Howard, has the camera on his uh, helmet while he's riding his motorcycle. Yeah. This guy pulls up to the stop sign, looks over, and there's Shia LaBeouf in his truck just like staring at him. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the scariest thing I've seen all year. <laughs> if you were a celebrity, wouldn't you randomly just give people like dead stares? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, it's Liam Neeson. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> Sounds random. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's go into some TV stuff. CBS, so CBS is kind of killing it in this CBS All Access territory, their streaming service. Mm-hmm. They ordered a pilot for. I'm not saying this is why they're killing it, but I'm gonna mention this. Um, they ordered a pilot for a Frankenstein show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not necessarily this is killing it, but they did. Um, it's gonna be made by the guys that did Elementary. So the Sherlock Holmes show. Do you, you you remember watching that? I know I liked it a lot. Yeah, back yeah, in the earlier good. days. I don't know how it is now. Yeah. So they're gonna make a Frankenstein show. So I'm assuming it'll be a more modern Frankenstein. That was the one with uh, Lucy Liu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played yeah, Watson. That was pretty good. I liked it. It yeah. was, you know, it was good. It's procedural. Uh, they're also making a The Stand from Stephen King, and Twilight Zone gets released here for April first. That's the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone, and that's on CBS All Access as well. So they're nice. they got the they got Star Trek. So they're really kind of per, they're yeah. making a lot of content for their streaming service, which yeah. is I'm happy with that. They realize that they if they're changing the game, going into streaming service like everybody else. They need to be producing hot, fresh, new, expensive content yeah. to really start off on a good library. Yeah, and they have a good library, too. I mean, there's been a lot of great CBS shows in the past. You can watch yeah. all the Star Treks. You know, it's another place to watch Voyager. Yeah. Because um, it aired on a different station, but was produced by CBS. Uh, another show... Uh, also, these all these shows got renewed. They're getting many se- or more seasons mm-hmm. uh, from the CW. CW has renewed The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Black Lightning, Riverdale, which is a surprise hit. Have you guys seen Riverdale yet? No. I need to watch it because at first I was like... Look, I like the Archie comics, but I'm not going to watch a TV show about Archie. I actually have a collection of Archie comics. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's like really good. Mm-hmm. And it's like dark and everything like that. So it's actually where Sabrina got spun off of. Um, and Supernatural got renewed for season 15. So I know. Yeah, I know I you know. don't. <laughs> I'm excited. So uh, that show's just not going to die, I think. Yeah, that show's <laughs> Much good. like its characters. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. I know uh, the cast are all excited. They're like thanking the fans. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, the fans have been really oh, carrying yeah. that show, which is cool. I like when a show is that good that it, it, it's earned the loyalty of the fans to that degree. You yeah, know? pretty cool. Uh, Fuller House will be done after the season, season five. Whoop de do. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't really uh, watch that. It was, it was, it was okay, but I like my wife would like to watch it. We would watch it every once in a while. But it was not the same as watching the original show. It was, no. It was clearly, if we were the kids watching the original show, maybe, but it's clearly made for our kids, the next generation, to watch it. And it's it's, it's weird because, funny. yeah, is it, is it that I'm older now that I'm not liking this, or is it because you guys are aiming this the wrong way? Yeah, I think I'm just no longer the target audience because it yeah. stayed the same. I think that's the hard part, yeah. It, it probably wanted to, to have that 
what do you call it, nostalgia to, to pull in the parents to yeah. like, hey, oh yeah, you should watch this show. I used to watch it when I was a kid. But it's, the, the comedy and stuff is the same as it was when we were kids, which isn't, at least isn't my interest anymore. Isn't the yeah, same, it just doesn't, and I, I love sitcoms. I'll watch them like what would be considered cheesy sitcoms today. Like uh, one of my favorite recent cheesy sitcoms that everybody hates is Rules of Engagement. I loved it. Yeah, you know? I love that. Because <laughs> it, it is cheesy. You know the stories because they're just, just sitcom stories, but. That's um, so true. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, so Fuller House is out, um, and then we get a new show coming from Sci-Fi Channel. It's based on Chucky, the scary movie's Chucky. Really? Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. sounds good. Sci-Fi's been doing good with, with going out on a limb a lot. They do have the new George R. R. Martin show that's based in Nightflyer. Mm-hmm. It's based in space. Um, Magicians has been doing really well for them. So, I'm excited for them to just take more chances. That'd be cool. Yeah. Chucky's, Chucky's got a new movie coming up, too, so it's a good time to revitalize that. Yeah. All right, we're looking at video games now. Anthem's got the beta out for all the uh, reviewers to check out. I don't know where mine's at, but whatever. <laughs> right. But so we're seeing a lot of footage coming out for Anthem. And I heard it was horrible. Although the beta has been terrible, it's yeah. been crashing a lot, and the gameplay has been mediocre at best. It's it's a it's a shooter game where you're flying around, and one of the biggest complaints is the shooter is very the shooting is very lackluster. Are you going to get this game? It's coming out in March. No, I was excited I for it. Thirty three. Have time to play video games I'm not away I don't feel like I'm away from my money on that yeah I, w- I think I'm gonna wait for it to come out and, and when we did our E3 episode I think it was in my top 5 maybe my number 1 even I think I'm gonna wait and let everybody kind of you know take their hits on it and then let them fix the problems and then I'll get in on it I think it's a good game it's just EA's going through a lot of stuff right now and actually this will feed into the next story uh, and and so for so one thing that everybody's excited about on Anthem, there's no loot boxes because they've kind of been going loot box crazy lately. Yeah. But now you can buy skins and they're like $20 skins. Ooh. I know, right? Well, give me loot boxes then if you're yeah. going to do that to me. And that's not that exciting. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where EA is shaky at best right now. They have the problems with Star Wars. We've talked about that in the past. None of the Star Wars games are doing well. Um, another thing that happened with EA, we'll go to the next story here, is uh, FIFA 19, they're removing their microtransactions from Belgium. And it's because when Belgium's been fighting back against yeah. this. Uh, what's going on, and it's it's happening industry, industry-wide, is uh, there's these things called loot boxes where you can get skins and different weapons and stuff like that, right? Well, you can either buy one loot box or you can buy a bulk of like 10 loot boxes. But in doing that, in doing that, you get like a little bit of a deal on the loot box. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is you don't know what you're getting. So a lot of co- uh, countries are fighting saying that this is gambling and gambling is illegal because you're putting money in. It's the, the thing is, is and you're getting something back that may have a low value, may have a great value. And a lot of systems like Steam lets you resell that. Uh, so therefore, you technically are making money out of that. Easy solution. They need to make sure that they all have equal value. Well, that, that, then there's no reason for the loop. There's the problem. Okay. So the reason the reason that needs to be different values in there, Jonathan, is uh, there's a mental trigger that comes with gambling. It's the same thing with mobile games. Also, they're trying to get the benefit of gambling. They're, they're they trying to be gambling. Right. They want it. Yeah. Well, the gamers, the gaming company wants that to happen. They yeah. want to create that that little need to be like, I could get something good. It's that same thing with when you're at a slot machine. It's the same yeah. thing when you're playing your mobile game and you're like, yeah, but if I pay a dollar, I get 50 donuts in the Simpsons game yeah. and you can go for it. But like if you get a, a skin for a character or whatever that you don't really care for so it's a low value one that nobody really wants but you happen to get like these other little trinkets or whatever that offset the value then make it an even number then that would make them all even right like yeah if you but yeah I see what you're saying people don't 
people, they, they want it to be an uneven value because right. that's what gets the sales. Like right now, the big thing with FIFA is they're they're pushing this new format. You play FIFA games? Yeah. You do? Okay. So maybe you know the name of this. I forget the name of it. But there's a game mode where you basically create your a best your team. squad. Yeah, out of cards. Out of cards, right. So these card packs is what... And FIFA... So FIFA, while in America may not be the hottest game, it's actually 24, 25% of the sales for EA, the company. That's pretty huge. It's crazy. Because the rest of the world's crazy for FIFA for for soccer or football. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Um, For We do have fans out in in Europe. So anyway, so... um, in doing this card system, they're pushing that. They're actually going to start phasing off the other game modes and make it to where the primary game mode is the card game. Which is a shame when you just you spent 60 bucks on this game. I, yeah, I play Madden and FIFA. I don't even play those, the fantasy. Yeah, well, they're, they're starting to phase those out now. Where it's yeah. like, it's a shame. Like me and my buddy, we play Madden and we only do fantasy, uh, fantasy leagues. There you go, yeah. And then I find that fun. I don't really care for the whole card thing and playing people online yeah. too much. Well, it's hard. And another thing with loot boxes is if I'm going to earn something, like, I want it to be for my accomplishments in the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be because I have money in my pocket. So it's it's just one of those things where it's, it's an issue. Uh, Fortnite has addressed this themselves. They're ahead of the game on this. Mm-hmm. And they actually made it to where, and it's kind of the fix that's going to be happening, I think, industry-wide, is instead of buying... So now when you hover over the pinatas, you can buy pinatas in that game. It's for their PvE version. You hover over the pinatas, it'll actually tell you what's in the box before you buy it. And then next day, you'll get a new box that might have stuff you want, might not. And then you can choose to open it or not. So And you're no longer allowed to buy 10 boxes at once. You only can buy the one at a time. Oh, okay. I think that's fair. <laughs> if I see a skin that, you know... So I still have the thrill of checking every day. It's yeah. actually getting me on the game every day. Um... And there's still that thrill in it, but I know what I'm buying. So it's not a real crapshoot, you know? Yeah, PUBG does that. Like, well, if you open this uh, box, these are the skins. And then you can get free skins, like open up free boxes, or you can pay a dollar. But does it tell you exactly what's in that one box you're opening? it does. Okay, so PUBG nailed it. So again, Fortnite's copying PUBG. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They strike again. Yeah, PUBG already (laughs) came out with that a while ago. I think it's a good system. I think that's a happy medium. The industry makes extra cash. We make our cash. I don't want to spend 60 bucks to a key to a game where I buy more stuff. Yeah. Like, don't do that to me. Don't become Call of Duty Blackout. Don't be uh, Black Ops. Uh, some more news. Metro Exodus. Uh, they pulled off Steam. They're going to be only releasing on Epic stores. Uh, Steam players have already pre-ordered the game. Actually, when they announced this, the pre-orders went up because they're going to be honoring the pre-orders everywhere else. They just wanted to get their voice heard. Um, the reason they're doing this, and it's pretty interesting, is... Steam takes a 30% cut on all sales. That's a huge wow. chunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Epic is only going to take a 12%. I mean... <laughs> that's yeah. insane. That's a huge difference. Right. And Epic is hosting the biggest game in the world right now, Fortnite. <clears throat> yeah. So it's actually a pretty huge presence. Mm-hmm. Now if you can start selling games, and I mean 12% is so much cheaper. Yeah. If they start hosting... If they start doing the sales that Steam does, then maybe yeah. they got to... You know, that's smart though. Fortnite's big right now, but Lord knows how long that's going to last. So they should start diversifying a little bit. And personally, I feel like Fortnite's already starting to shake. Yeah, I think they're starting to so, just because it's not well, as buzzworthy right while now. While they have that name, while they have that title, start spreading your money out a little bit and give value somewhere else. Yeah. All right. So next up is let's see what else we got here. Sorry, we got multiple pages. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So 
PS5. Everybody has been going crazy lately. Oh, like PS5 news coming out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I just kind of wanted to clarify what's going on. So every, everybody's like, oh, there's. So what it was was there was a person who announced that or had leaked basically that PlayStation is now focusing on all their first party games, the games that Sony makes for their Playstations. Mm-hmm. They're focusing on the PS5, not PS4 anymore. Yeah. But and so everybody's like, oh my god, that means that PS5 is on the on its way, and. Uh, yeah, guys, no duh. It is, yeah. yeah. So so everybody's been crazy on Twitter, stuff like that. I went ahead and shared the story on Twitter just because I thought, okay, people are interested in this. Yeah. But I want to clarify right now, that's not new news. Yeah. If you follow the developer side of things, if you follow Ubisoft and EA and Activision and stuff like that, you see that they're changing their software in which they're developing these games because they know 2020 is when all the new systems are coming out. Yeah. We're going to see our new Xbox. We're going to see our new PlayStation. They're in 2020. That's not new news. This one guy who leaked this thing, it was like, dude, yeah, no duh. Yeah. <laughs> Sony's now doing what all the other developers are doing. So I just kind of thought it was interesting and I thought I should mention that like, yeah, yeah guys, just a leak coming from us, if you guys didn't know, yeah. Microsoft's doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. So there's a reason that we're seeing a lot of the long-term games mm-hmm. coming out right now. Kingdom Hearts is the best example of that, which mm-hmm. by the way, we're going to have a big episode of that coming up probably before or after this soon. <laughs> um but yeah, it's because all the long title games, they need to get out now while the systems are relevant. They can't come out next year when the new system's coming out. It's going to hurt sales. So before that gets announced, you're going to start seeing games get rushed real quick. Red Dead Redemption 2, now. Uh, you know, all these long-term games, now. I so, want to know if, sorry, if uh, Kojima's game's coming out yet. Do you know the title of the game? I don't remember. Ah, uh, shoot. Uh Oh, is it the one with um, the Walking Dead guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it'll probably be the end of this year. Because they would show like a clip yeah. every like whatever gaming yeah. E3 or whatever. But they never actually announced when it was coming out. So I was wondering if they're yeah. coming out with the PlayStation 5. I, uh, they're going to push it for that to long. To me, the graphics don't look out like, like they don't look like they're next tier. I think they're at PS4 level. But, yeah. um, I don't know. And, and this seems like a shorter. Uh, hardware cycle especially since within the hardware cycle we've seen upgrades within each hardware yeah. PS4 Pro and the Xbox One S um, stuff like that so it seems like a short versus the 360 which yeah, lasted for 10 years so many, yeah wait yeah. so long the 360 I think might have been in the PS3 might have been just perfect systems they yeah. came out at a perfect time yeah. um, I one of the things I think that might be hurting things is like Microsoft wanted to do they don't want to use CDs anymore yeah so I think that might have been one of the driving factors is like, look, we're going to a download-only, you know, yeah. economy. So they want to they want to kind of allow technology to catch up with that change before they try to enforce that change. Yeah, a little bit. So do you think, speaking of games being released and the new systems are going to be in twenty twenty, do you think there's going to be any new players trying to push out a new system, or is it just going to be Microsoft and Sony and uh, Nintendo? Well, Nintendo. So Nintendo won't replace theirs for a while. They actually just announced that recently uh, that there will be no successor to the Switch, and there won't be any replacements for it for a while. Um, seems like they'd be bad for their stocks. Just say, well, hey, for Nintendo, they don't. Be cold, cold winter for a I while. Can, I can see them pulling out a Switch that has better frames for a second. But that's the thing is that's not their audience. They don't need cutting edge gaming. They just need fun games. Yeah. So if you're looking at if you're looking at video games in the two categories as a media platform for engaging stories or a toy uh, Nintendo's always been like that's cool we're going to be the toy you guys be the yeah. media platform with the story, with where's the, the stories. Where's the arcade games yeah right. but they're also remaking games like Final Fantasy X uh, what's that 
game. I just know that they're already making yeah, a lot of yeah. popular games. That's true. That's yeah. like, but they sell. That's I mean, that's just it's easy for them to remake what they already have and make a ton of money. Yeah, on but them. I can see them upgrading it, like you know, make a better frame for a second on the, this little. Yeah, thing. that would that would be a and that would be a whole system upgrade. It wouldn't necessarily and be a patch you can do. Who? So you, you guys were saying before that uh, Fortnite doesn't function well with that because yeah, that was last week. Yeah, yeah, Fortnite. I think it was last week. Fortnite actually doesn't shoot as fast. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that would be a, a good good partnership between the two is, you know, get the Switch caught up to 60 frames per second. And well, they fix the... They fix the... They're working on fixing the bug through Epic Games and what they'll do is they'll just make... When you're on a Switch, your bullets actually hit harder. Yeah. It's the only way to fix that. So I wonder if Nintendo would be interested in buying Epic Games or partnering with them to have part of the rights to Fortnite or something like that because Fortnite kind of seems like... Though it's it's a... A shooter and stuff it seems like it kind of falls closer to the category that, that Nintendo games are I could see that yeah you know what that actually does make sense and you know what there's precedent for that too because Minecraft was huge and Microsoft bought them yeah so, so there's be, actually precedent for that it'd be kind of interesting if hmm. if they took that side because that would probably be a good boost if, if uh, Nintendo could promote with Fortnite's you know image and stuff and I want to say did Microsoft invest in PUBG do you remember I want to say Microsoft ended up putting a big big investment into PUBG uh, no, it wasn't them. It was a different company. That, oh, let's... So I, I forget the name. Yeah, they dumped a lot of money to PUBG, so yeah. that's why they're getting a lot that's more attention nowadays. That's when they had a lot of issues, remember? Oh, um, yeah. That game's been plagued <laughs> with issues, and I love it so much, which is hard. Uh, comic book-wise, last bit of news. Uh, there's a new comic book series coming up called Star Trek Year 5. Uh, it's a new comic book that will explore the last two years of the five-year mission from the original series. So the show was canceled after three years. Mm-hmm. It's in, in in the intro of the show, the original show. It was always a five-year mission, yada, yada, yada. And the show was canceled in the first the original Original Star Trek? From yeah, like talking yeah, Shatner. 50s or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Six, yeah. Um, so it only did three seasons. Mm-hmm. And and then the follow-up animated show filled in some of the last two two years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's going to be a new comic book coming up from IW, IDW Publishing. Mm-hmm. Smaller company, but that's really, really nice work. Um, that's going to fill in the last two years and it's going to be going to be in, in the same characters and exploring new worlds and stuff like that so I think it'll be pretty good their artwork's really good over there um, I'm not sure the artist yet on this one but I think that's going to be one of them I catch up on and that's one thing I wanted to bring up too is I think a good idea for us and preferably we actually go to the comic book shop for this Yeah. Um, I think we all pick up a comic book series read it and then kind of report back yeah. what do you think about that? I think it'd be great I think we talked about that in a previous recording too. Have we? Okay. Yeah, that we would each kind of pick our own series and and you know after we're done, of course, we would all swap and, and read each other's right, series. Right, right. Yeah. And but then we, we kind of do like book reports on here about yeah. like how it's how it's going so far for the Flash or whoever you pick. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. So let's okay, let's plan on that. We'll talk yeah. to Squeaks, who's yeah. been you know, in San Jose right now. Sure, be in in on that. Yeah. Uh, but and even just we'll plan. Hey, on this weekend or whatever the weekends. The comic book club. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll all go to the shop and pick out you know, the new issues of whatever we're, we're into. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Well, Would you read and keep up with Well, maybe I don't want to necessarily say, like, what are you thinking about reading, but is there anything on top of your mind you're like, i got to catch up on? Well, I'm still reading Saga right I'm now. I'm still so reading Batman Beyond. So that's my yeah. thing is, I'm thinking we'll maybe we should go with mainstay uh, yeah. characters too. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm reading Saga, I'm reading uh, Monstrous and stuff like that on the side. Yeah. There's, even the Star Trek wasn't the one I read on the side. But I want to say, like, I'm going to go pick up, like, all the Batmans. Yeah. And that way we have, like, mainstays that we're kind of keeping well, up on. Would Batman Beyond? Be in that list. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's they're they're doing a lot of work on Batman Beyond. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll go look. I'll go with you guys and look yeah. and see if there's anything I want. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to shop. I'd have to read some of the, you know. I barely understand comic books, so I'm like, what numbers mean? And yeah. Where do I go? <laughs> it gives us so many different crazy. So many different series of every every kind of comic is the hard thing. I think the one actually I'm going to do is Guardian of the Galaxy. Because I picked up Guardian of the Galaxy 1. They relaunched it. It's oh, after yeah. the whole Infinity. It's a whole thing right now. There's somebody who killed Thanos. It's the whole thing. Um, and it's... Spoiler alerts, guys. It's Gamora. She killed Thanos. It's a whole uh, thing. Nice. She's like the new bad guy, so it's cool. Um, so I think I'm going to do that. I might do Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I picked the first one. I think I'm going to try to stay out of the whole Avengers spotlight. Do something that's still yeah. you know, popular right now, but not be in the Avengers world. The nice thing about this one, the reason I wanted to get in on Guardians of the Galaxy now, mm-hmm. is they're saying that this Guardians of the Galaxy run will have all cosmic characters. They're like, all right, we're going to keep all our cosmic characters in one storyline, and it's this one. Nice. So I kind of like that. The cosmic characters from Marvel is insane. So. <laughs> There's Galactus and stuff like that we haven't even seen yet. And yeah. uh, I'm thinking of Galactus because I'm looking at the box. I just put the action figure up. <laughs> um, but he's on the cover of it, too, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Anyway, so I think that'd be cool. We'll do that. Nice. I'll talk to Joe, and i got to find Joe. Joe's been, like, hibernating till springtime. <laughs> Hopefully he's doing okay. Ain't enough before him and stuff, sleeping through. Uh, okay, so that's it for the news. We're going to be talking about our February free games with Games of Gold and the PlayStation. They always have the free games you get when you're a member of Xbox Live and the PlayStation program and the Nintendo program. Yeah. Uh, so first we're going to go with the Xbox One's Games with Gold for the Xbox One is Super Bomberman R and the other one is Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. I think Super Bomberman is going to be the, the big get here. Um, classic games. I know me and my buddy uh, Jeremy used to play Super Bomberman a lot on the Super Nintendo, which is old school, but it, I mean, they're challenging and they're a lot of fun. They're just a like, pick-up and play game. You guys ever play Super Bomberman? No. I used Bomberman. to play Bomberman. Bomberman, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Me and my mom, she was like... <laughs> oh, you told me about that. Yeah, she's like really good at it. <laughs> yeah, she she loves Bomberman. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's Especially awesome. Especially on Super Nintendo when we used to live in Gaul when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have any friends because we just moved to call. So right. me and my mom would just be playing Super Super Nintendo and stuff like that. Yeah. What's so funny, John? <laughs> oh, no. Just uh, a statement was funny the way you said that. Yeah. I didn't have friends, but... <laughs> I didn't really have any friends. That, I mean, I just moved to Gaul, so it was just like, eh. And we were only there for a year, so... What's funny is I, I just found this out last week is my parents used to play a lot of Super Super Mario Bros. Like the 85 yeah. version. I didn't know that. I thought we were the only ones playing it, but I guess when my dad would get home from work, they'd play it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what? so funny. So I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing on my NES? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the family NES. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> I remember so well, uh, shout out to Jeffrey, our cousin Jeffrey. Oh. Uh, he was insanely good at that, and he kept trying to teach me how to get the infinite lives on World 3, where yeah. you could like bounce the shell up against the wall there and just get infinite lives. I can never get it. Tuesday, I can't do that. And as a kid, like eight years old, and he was like amazing to me, and I was a little younger, he used to be able to just smash that. And it was just, what the hell are you doing? Uh, another game coming for the 360. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight. That's a really good... Uh, Jedi Knight Academy. That's a really good game. Um, and Assassin's Creed Rogue. So Assassin's Creed Rogue, for people who don't know, when Black Flag came out, which everybody feels like a real good reboot to the whole franchise, it was an awesome game. Rogue, and that came out on Xbox One, when Xbox One was new... Rogue came out for the 360. It was their version of it, basically. It's a different game, but it was their answer to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is actually an updated version for Xbox One, but this is the 360 version that's free right now, guys. Go pick it up. Matter of fact, Daniel and I... I don't know. Did you get it in? Anyways, 
Daniel at least got me into Assassin's Creed through the yeah, free program. Yeah. yeah. Was it the first time you played yeah, Assassin's Creed as well? Assassin's Creed 2, I got you into it. And Everybody loves it. Ezio's storyline was amazing. Uh, Ezio's amazing, yeah. That's who they, they made an Assassin's Creed movie and they made it off the wrong assassin. Just do the Ezio storyline. Yeah, just fantastic. keep going. Uh, so good. All right, so for PlayStation, you have For Honor on PS4. You got Hitman, the complete first season for PS4. That's a really good one, actually. I was helping uh, my nephew beat a couple missions on that one. Uh, for PS3, we have Dive Kick. And we have Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriot. I think it's probably the best game on this whole list, right? What do you think? I know you're, mm. you're a Metal Gear I used guy. to play that one. That one's fun. Yeah. Uh, for PS Vita, which you can get these games on your PS4, but for PS Vita, it's Gun House and it's Rogue Aces. Uh, for NES, the games aren't announced yet. As soon as they are, I'll throw it up on Twitter and our website, so you guys can check those out. It's usually they'll, they'll release like three or four NES games for their online subscription service. All right, so this episode should be releasing around Valentine's Day, and I wanted to talk about, you know, some people are out there, they're a little nerdy, and the best thing to do is find a nerdy chick with them, you know, or a nerdy man, or either way, we have listeners on both sides of this. So I thought, you know what we need to do is find some nerd-friendly pickup lines. Because if you say a normal pickup line, you're going to get a normal partner back. But if you say a nerdy pickup line and they laugh and catch on to it, boom, you got something that's going to work, right? Yeah. So I thought of some, I got some, not thought of, I looked them up online. Some nerdy pickup lines. I want you guys to think, to tell me what you think about them, right? First one is, hey, my name is Soft, <laughs> Microsoft. Can I crash at your place? Yeah, Microsoft mm-hmm. crashes all the time. Nah, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> just a heads up. So just a warning, that's like one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the bar is set so low. I'm gonna, I, that's how low this bar is going to be, okay guys? Right, Remember, right. pickup lines are always cheesy. And the fact that cheesy is part of the fun, okay? That's true. And some of these are science some of them are just, okay. 70% of human body is made of water, and I'm thirsty. Alright, alright. Alright. I can see that. A little scientific. All right, that's a, a scientific one. Dirtier than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one's even dirtier, okay? I can turn your software into hardware. <laughs> that's from a girl that okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Daniel, I have a feeling. Damien, here's a paper and pen. Go and write these down. <laughs> okay, John, I hope you catch one. Were you forged by someone? Because, baby, you are precious. <laughs> <laughs> That would scare any woman away. You have to do the voice or it won't work. (laughs) Even though I keep... That's a good one, though. (laughs) (laughs) If that geek chick stays around, doesn't run away, you gotta marry her that day. You gotta have a wedding ring in your pocket. (laughs) Yes, pull the ring out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tonight, this Han doesn't want to fly solo. Han Solo. That's all right. right. Okay, this one is a little problematic. It might actually sound... (laughs) Too bad. Uh, I'm going to ask you out. Resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah. I like it, but I could see that being... A, a, okay, I need to call the cops. Repeated in a courtroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the way, we're laughing too loud. This is too, I'm going to have to lower the volume on this, but that's okay. I think that one depends. Is he holding a weapon? Yeah, right? Yeah. If you happen to, like... A, this is a good time to, like, holding a spork dangerously. Yeah. Like some... A fake phaser, but oh, she doesn't know that it's fake. Yeah. Uh, luckily I brought my library card because I'm checking you out okay you know it's it's, it's kind of like a middle school (laughs) pick up line these are ones you can teach your kids and not get them in trouble at school alright I got two more this one again Jonathan you're going to be the the audience for this (laughs) 
<laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you were a space station, you'd be deep space fine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you gotta admit, if you're at the convention right now, you uh, bust that out. You're not going home empty handed. <laughs> I'm gonna go home empty. <laughs> oh my god. Right. This was a, a little bit of a poem, probably should be in a card, but I thought it was too perfect, okay? Alright. <laughs> Plumbers are red, hedgehogs are blue, press start to join and be my player too. Alright, that's, that's pretty that's pretty slick. That's, that's slick. You could write that in a, a geek chicks card. Oh yeah. Day. I don't know if you want to walk up and be like, I got a poem for you. Sit for a second. <laughs> yeah, you know? Stop running. I didn't finish. <laughs> I got three more lines of this soliloquy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I got one here, though. Is your name Wi-Fi? Because I'm feeling a connection. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to Daniel? What's no. your favorite pickup line? Come on. Hi, my name is Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, feel free to use those. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) My Valentine's Day plan is literally to go watch Happy Death Day, too. I'm not even joking. Nice. That's where I'll be. If you guys want to see me, it's Century Theater. Uh, Okay, so another thing I want to talk about is Batman, The Batman. It's going to be called The Batman. Uh Gets a release date. We have a bunch of DC release dates coming up. The Batman gets a release date for June 25th, 2021. Uh, and DC's Super Pets movie is going to be on May 21st, 2021, and Suicide Squad 2 is August 6th, 2021. And that's actually going to be directed by James Gunn, the guy that did all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. So that's, that's a good sign. But the big news with the Batman one is Ben Affleck says he's out. He's, he's going to be like a producer on it, but he's, and he has two more movies in his contract, so he'll probably come in at the Suicide Squad one. He may do a next Justice League, something like that. But that Batman is a 40-year-old Batman, and this Batman that we're getting, they will probably start a new trilogy, is going to be the 20s version of Batman. Like, yeah, they need to. A 20-year-old, yeah. yeah. So it'll be a younger Batman when he's fresh. Um, the director is going to be, and it's going to be written by Matt Reeves. He did the newer Planet of the Apes. He did Cloverfield. So he's going to give a new take on this, and he says he wants to show the best detective in the world part of Batman, which is an aspect of him we don't see yeah. other than in the comic books. But... And, and if you play the Arkham games, it's definitely this. Um, Batman is considered the best detective in the world. He's really the Sherlock Holmes in a bat suit. So we're seeing that in this new new movie. Um, but with Ben Affleck out, who's going to replace him? So I got a couple ideas. Let me know what you guys think. I, I you got, I've already said this in the podcast before. Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he'd be really good. He's playing Mysterio right now. I don't know. I think he'd be okay. I don't. To me, I mean, maybe because they are planning on changing the character a little bit, but. Yeah. I don't see him playing anything like, you know, the current, like, um, what's his name? Christian Bale kind of Batman. And that's the hard part is you got to compete against Christian Bale. Christian Bale is the, the best Batman in a long time. Uh, Oscar Isaac, I think would be good. He plays Bo Dam- uh, Dameron in a... Bo Dam- yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Bo. In, in, in the uh, Star Wars movies. Yeah. I think he'd be a good take on it. I think he'd be interesting. Isn't he? He's, got, he's youthful. Isn't he really short? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're right. I think he is actually short. What a weird thing to call out. I don't know. Because as I imagine, like this actor fitting that role, I mean, he's shorter they can, than they can, Finn, isn't he? Tom Cruise plays a real person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's always got a, He's always on a stepping stool. You just don't know uh, inside. A little stilts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, his he's he's a good actor. But yeah, they play Bo Dameron. But yeah, I don't know about for Batman. Here's one that might be a bit of a stretch. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who played Killmonger from Black Panther, he also played in Creed. 
Yeah. If you're to take it in a new area, you know, might, might as well give it a shot. There's a lot of people online that would be like, no, that's not because the idea with Batman is he's from old old money and so it's going to be hard for it to be uh, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. But I think him portraying Batman, he'd nail it. Yeah. I mean, he's his, off his, his acting. Longer. He, yeah, he acts with a lot of passion, which is what Batman needs. And then uh, this one is, after I was reading some different suggestions, Den of Geeks had like a good list on this. Um after reading the suggestion, now it's all I can think about. Milo, I can't remember. I, I'm going to be messing up the last name. Milo Ventilagilia. <laughs> so who is he from? What's I'm pretty name? sure there's not enough vowels in that name. <laughs> that's my that's my first take. They messed up on the vowels. Uh, he's on This Is Us, but you'll remember him from Heroes. Who is he in Heroes? He's the one that could absorb powers in Heroes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has a very distinctive uh, mouth. So it would it would come through real clear on, on the bat on Batman's cowl. Was he, that Peter Petrelli? I think he's Peter. Yeah, he's the yeah the young son, the one that wasn't running for senator or whatever it was. Yeah, um, I think he was he was the uh, ambulance driver. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think he could do it. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. At least he'd be, I mean he's very clean. He doesn't have that, but maybe this Batman won't have that rough, edgy exterior that you're kind of looking for that can be portrayed when needed to as a clean I think I think the key with Batman is he's like especially this is the detective Batman Mm -hmm. so he's gonna have to be like dark and like just a presence in the room kind of thing yeah and I think fight scenes will do well I in um if you watch like the newest season of This Is Us uh you see him that's Peter Petrella yeah yeah in the newest season of This Is Us, you see the flashbacks when he's back in Vietnam, yeah. and he's a little bit buffer back then or whatever. They, they made him look a little bit buffer. Like That's the version that you can see as a Batman. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Right. Um, so for Batman, I was thinking maybe Liam Hemsworth, who's uh, Chris Hemsworth a little right, bit. Right, right. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's To me, he looks more like you know the Christian Bale kind of Batman. Yeah. Or uh, Kit Harrington. Which I know you know is Jon Snow. Oh yeah, imagine, I just want him to do anything. Imagine him playing Batman. So I'll raise you, I'll raise you Batman, and I'll with I'll check your Batman, and I'll raise you with a double seven. How yeah. good of a double seven would he be? Yeah, he could do both. They don't conflict. He's already cut his hair. It's funny because he cut his hair. and He's got a mustache now. I'm like, you're not Jon Snow anymore. <laughs> you messed this up. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I think that'd be cool though. Um, okay, so now, now that's that's Batman, and we're thinking about uh, the other movies, other talks that people are being replaced. Is Superman and we need a new Wolverine. Yeah. So I was trying to look people up for that and I've been trying to look at the young young spectrum of it. You want them to last a long time. Yeah. Especially, I mean, that's the problem we're at is that these guys are just getting older. They don't want to keep acting anymore or they're ready to retire, hang up their hat. So for Superman, I was looking at two. They're probably both very bad picks, but I don't know. I can imagine them working out. Um, is Robert Patterson, which is Edward from, Edward from Twilight. Oh my God. But I he, don't want him to see it. Well, kind of douchey pompousness. I yeah. think he could act as Batman, as a Superman. And as much easy. as I can't stand him in Twilight. Twilight, he's super good in Water for Elephants. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I forgot about that movie. How good is that movie? Oh, what else can Christoph Waltz be? <laughs> oh, I know. Can Christoph Waltz be Superman? <laughs> he could play. He could play any of these anything. That should be the new Lex Luthor. We need a, we need a movie with him and Idris Elba. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Let's think of that. Okay. Sherlock Holmes he, he and, and Watson right there. He, he just held his Green Lantern, and he's the villain. Whatever villain. Sinestro? Sure. There you go. Oh, man. I'll start writing. All right. Yeah. Get that uh, figured out. So WB, I'm, you got something coming your way. If not Robert Patterson, then possibly Zach Efron. <laughs> You're gross, dude. I don't want to see these people as Superman. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I got to be, like, bulky. The, he's the, all muscle. 
Yeah, and probably I just don't like his acting. I don't think he's an actual good actor. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what he's done good. There was this one where his like little brother died that was kind of like a good one, but... Yeah, was... I mean, I'm just going to be thinking High School Musical the whole time, which is real meh. Yeah. So, I think, I think Robert Pattinson... I think I think that would at least sell tickets, but I don't know how it would be for the the comic and superhero fan community. Yeah. But, I don't know. I couldn't think of any other young, good actors that could take a spot that aren't already cast as... Superhero What's that one that's like Magic Mike? What's his name? I don't know. He's going to be the new Gambit, but I think he'd actually... Guy's going to drive me nuts. Because he's, he's a huge Gambit fan. He's in Magic Mike? He's in Magic Mike. He is Magic Mike. Oh, boy. Oh, Here. oh, uh, Channing Tatum. No. Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. I think he might be a good Superman. What do you think? Yeah. He's can, he's he's a, He might not be young enough, but he has that kind of like all-American, you know, face that might be really good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I could, uh, he, yeah, I could see a good battle between him and Tom Hardy. So that would be yeah. like, what, Batman. If you want, oh, you want Tom Hardy to be Batman now? You didn't mention that no, before. No, no, I want so, so Tom Hardy's going to continue to be Bane because they oh, need to okay. rewrite the story to where Bane is the main villain and he continues to play him. <laughs> it's funny because, like, internet-wise, Bane's the least liked villain, <laughs> which to me, I love Bane. Yeah. And it's funny, though, I think we mentioned this before as well. Um, is they actually redid all his voice acting in that movie. That's yeah. the second take. Those are all dubbed? Yeah, because the first take was too crazy. And yeah. So if you think of how crazy the second take was, you know, that's... Imagine... <laughs> it was good, though. <laughs> I can't even imagine how crazy that is. But yeah, that, that's a good call. Channing Tatum, I don't think he could play Batman or Wolverine very well, but I think he would be a good, pretty good Superman. I'm interested to see how his gambit's going to roll out. They actually are having production issues because of the Disney buyout. Um, it might never come, yeah. but he's always wanted to play Gambit as a kid and stuff like that, so that'd be pretty interesting. What do you think for a Superman replacement, Daniel? Superman? I really don't want them to switch. I yeah, really Henry Cavill. Like I love Henry Cavill, yeah. yeah that's Henry Cavill is really good. He he does a good Superman. Is there a reason they're changing him out? I mean, he's not that old. Fan, fans aren't a big fan of Ken Henry Cavill, which is too bad. I mean, like, go watch out Mission Impossible Fallout. I think that's one of his better roles. Or the tutors, he's in tutors as well. But Mission Impossible Fallout, he's hella good in that movie. Well, are they judging him from the second movie, or are they judging him from the first one? That's the problem. I think a lot of people are judging him from the second movie when you should be judging him from the first one, Man of Steel. Because the second one was because of Ben Affleck's fault. That was all Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. No. I think uh, I think Man of Steel. People need to sit down and watch it again. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Oh, it's such a good. I liked movie. it a lot. I think yeah. it was one of. I was probably. I mean, I mean it's in my top three favorite Superman movies. Yeah, but probably, yeah I, I'd my, say that too. I could probably say it's in my top 10 superhero I, I'm movies. one of the few people that really like Superman Return. Yeah. You remember Superman Return? Yeah. It came out five, about five years before the Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, he's on Legends of Tomorrow now. I can't remember his name. He's on Legends of Tomorrow That's now. That's the one with the, um, the villain. Is, one of those is Scarecrow, right? No, Scarecrow is Batman's villains. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm thinking like, Batman Returns. <laughs> no, yeah. Superman Returns is the... Um, yeah, you might think about me. Um, that's the one with the uh, God. Anyways, yeah, where the, <laughs> the Kryptonite Island. He has to like fly the Kryptonite Island up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're yeah. on the boat. I remember that. But I liked him because it was, it was like, a real it was Chris pretty, Reeves it's the one remake. Standalone. Yeah, it yeah. felt like a real Chris Reeves return. You know. Yeah. So he did a good job of that, and he's again he's on Legends tomorrow. He does really good on that show. If you guys ever yeah. want to catch up on the actor, uh, he's really interesting on Twitter too. I follow him on Twitter. 
can't remember his name for the life of me right now. All right, so now we got the Wolverine replacement. This one is real hard because I'm like, can we just give Hugh Jackman some drugs to make him young again? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose Hugh Jackman. Does he have any kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we clone Hugh Jackman? How long will this take? <laughs> if we're going to have a reason for cloning, it's now. We need a Borg maturation chamber. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> More Borgs. All right, so who do you think of for a Wolverine replacement? The only person I was looking through a large <laughs> list of younger scale actors. Only one I can find that I think would be an okay replacement is the guy from I Am Number Four. His name is Alex. Wow, Pettyford. Oh, that's a stretch. Yeah, he he's he was good in that movie, and I think he he could play that role. What the hell's he even doing nowadays, too? Yeah, I think yeah. he's available. He play movies, but I I can find it. I should have two for uh, Wolverine. I think Tom Hardy. He would yeah. be a good one. I can yeah. see that. Is, there, is he in any Marvel movies? Oh, he's Venom right now, but. Yeah. I mean, they could still exist. No. Yeah, exactly. Then, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but Travis Vimel from Warcraft is like the... Oh, dude! Who's that? You nailed it! Okay, yeah, he's from Warcraft. He's also from uh, Vikings. Vikings. Yep. Then, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, the main guy. Ragnar Lofbrok from yeah. Vikings. There you go. Dude, nailed it! Yeah. That's, that's Wolverine. Man, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, that would be a good one. He rages out hard, too. That's the whole key with Wolverine. Yeah. He's got to be able to rage out. I would like him to cast a short actor because, guys, Wolverine's only 5'3". Let's make sure he's 5'3 again. All right? As a person who's 5'3", props, you know, my doctor says 5'2", but he's a liar. But I want more 5'3 superheroes, okay? Wolverine you know, hung the hat on him a long time. My firstborn will be named Logan. What was his name? Travis Fimmel. Travis Fimmel. He is perfect for it. And now you're also making me think of Jax because he looks all like Jax from uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. You ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No, I never did. It's all right. Anyway, so you know, he kind of looks like Jax, too. But yeah, man, that's a good one. Any uh, other suggestions with, for Wolverine? Uh, no, those, just those two. But I think, like, his look, and then with, in Warcraft, he had the facial hair. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like he could be a pretty good uh, Wolverine. I really hope we get another Warcraft movie. Because it's like, I feel so bad. For, that was so good. It was good. And it, it, one thing I like is, even as a World of Warcraft you know, lover, of course, I'm watching it and I'm like, I appreciate the effort. They actually did stay pretty close to a lot yeah. of things. I really appreciated it, and what I but I feel bad for the fans. It's just like when you're like a, a legend or a Last Airbender fan, and you go watch the Last Airbender movie, like guys, this isn't this doesn't they represent yeah. the show. And you're like handing out paper on, as people are leaving, like you know this wasn't a proper representation, yeah. a disclaimer. Well, same Everybody. thing with the Warcraft one, and, and the fact that like you're watching, you're like, look, this is a really good story, but guys. That baby that's floating down the river, that's Thrall. Yeah. That's the big deal. And guys, there's this guy named Arthas who's yeah. chilling out on Frozen Throne later on. That's the big deal. Like, there's so much better stories coming. Let's get, just get some sequels. I hope they go with the sequel of, like, Thrall and then Lich King. Like, right yeah, away, right just bring Lich King. Bring his, his castle. Bring everything. It'll be so awesome. I'll be hyped. I'll be getting goosebumps and stuff yeah. right when you see Arthas coming out. Yeah. Oh, so they would have to do the so the first the next movie would have to be the thrall storyline and him forging the new horde. So it'd be him getting with Karen Bloodhoof and the other and the the Forsaken look at Sylvanas and stuff like that, creating the new horde and fighting the first villains, which would probably be they'll probably do like Ragnaros or something like that. Would be cool. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of over thrall. You're not a fit, well, because like he, okay, he was would have been a great leader of yeah. the horde, but he was a pussy and. Didn't want well, to, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, so I'm kind of upset with him. I'd rather see a Vulcan Warcraft movie. The reason he left though is because he basically got promoted. 
so he was going to be the speaker for the the earthen ring, right? Mm-hmm. He was going to be in charge of all elements and shamans. But then he so so he left the horde because he was going to do something even bigger yeah. to protect the horde, right? Yeah. And I'm defending Thrall because he's my boy. Um, and that's literally the password to one of my thing, <laughs> to to the internet out here. So if you guys come by, it's Thrall. Um, <laughs> just heads up. And and then at that point he ends up fighting Garrosh. He puts Garrosh in charge because he felt Garrosh was the right choice. Uh, he should have put Karen blood up, but he didn't. Anyways, so he puts he puts Garrosh in charge, sees that it's a mistake, goes and fights Garrosh, and we see from the movies is a good example of how you're not supposed to use magic. He uses magic to kill him. The elements forsake him. You have used mm-hmm. the elements that you're in charge to protect Azeroth with. You've used those elements to kill somebody when you're not supposed to use elements at all. You're not supposed to use any magic. So they strip him from his magic. So now he's just a father of his kid. So... Right now he's kind of on the sidelines. He's basically magicless. Um, you, he does. Yeah, you know, but he doesn't need magic to be a. a I think a he's gonna come back. I do think he's coming. Or back. Or Vol'jin needs to come back. Well, well, yeah, and, and Vol'jin was also who he should have put. He should have put Vol'jin in charge right away too. Which that scene, oh man, when you kill Garage in um, in Siege of Orgrimmar, and then like you see uh, King Varian walk up and he's looking at Thrall and Thrall steps aside and like that's our boy right there and it's Vol'jin. It's back there's like oh. The Vulcan's awesome. I like World of Warcraft. <laughs> so, anyways, we can go on again for hours yeah, on this. We'll talk about it. Yeah, but but behind the scenes, Chris Metzen's the voice of Thrall, mm-hmm. and he left. Well, he retired from Blizzard, but he has been on the campus a lot lately. People have been reporting, uh, so we may be seeing Thrall coming back and maybe taking his mantle okay. again. Maybe putting down Sylvanas or something like that. So I like Sylvanas too. So it's it's complicated. Horde life has always been complicated. Why the alliance is just like we're gonna follow Anduin. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we're one dimensional characters over here. It is. Uh, so thank you guys very much for joining us and listening to about five minutes of WoW talk. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.